It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Ahoy there! Ahoy! Oh, you're behind me. You are behind me there. I was looking out over to, to star... Stop! I don't know if Jetty's... Yes, I, prob- I probably came from port, maybe. I came, came yeah, from yeah, port you and you were you looking out... from port. ...to starboard. I was looking um, out to starboard, the beautiful calm blue. Yes, so it's wonderful to join oh, you at this like, mill pond today. Oh. Yes, yes. It's, it's an imaginary jetty and mill pond and bay, but we've somehow built it into something... Truly magnificent. It's a little, it's a little cove. It's a little mm. harbour. It's, it's a little, little safe cove. haven where we can discuss culture. <laughs> yes, little, very nice. Yes. It's an old cove. <laughs> a funny old cove. So now, speaking of funny um, old coves. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry, yes. I, haven't got, I haven't got anything to follow that up with. Speaking of funny old coves, how are you? Where are you? Well, um, I'm still in. <laughs> I'm still in Belgium. Ooh, a little bit of a story yes. to unpack, actually. Um, don't know quite where to start with this because um, obviously this this yes. week was a very important week for me. A week I've been building towards um, for, for, for yes. some time. It was essentially the day I was going to knock some heads together in a quite right in a certain brand of sandwich shop. I can't say which. Because the work that I'm yes. doing, as oh. you know, is ex- is extremely so hush hush, yes. very hypersensitive. Yes. Yes. So anyway, I, I got my presentation together. I was all ready. Got my ducks in a row. Yes. All of that. Yes. yes. And I was going to go in there important. very early. We were opening before first sandwich, if you know what I mean. It was a it was a sort of very early you. morning yes. meeting, six forty five a.m. Also, oh. I'm in Belgium, so I'm an hour ahead. It's effectively five forty five oh. as far as you know. Yes. M- my yes. circadian rhythms are concerned. Anyway, uh, I'm getting all ready to do it. I'm, I'm just I am literally five steps from the door of the shop when I get an yes. alert on my phone. No. Oh, no. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The cough. So, the cough. Yeah. NHS tracing app. Rewind yes. now a period of seven. Now, eight yep, yep, days. Yep, okay. Yes. I'm at home. I'm leaving to go to Belgium. And uh, yes. obviously, I've got to have some sort of uh, support system for Catamaran, my uh, hairless cat. She wasn't yes. born a hairless cat. She's just lost... No, uh, she's a she's quiet got alopecia, basically. Yeah, that's some um, have hairlessness thrust upon them. She mm. did. Mm. And um, yes, anyway, so I've got this very clever system. Mm. Essentially, what it is is like um, you know those systems you can get now, which switches your um, central heating on and off remotely, mm. and you can yes. do it from your phone. Yes. Well, I can do the same. Mm. I've got this. I've got this very sophisticated system that looks after catamaran. So essentially, she's on. It turns a, her over. It turns her over. It gives her an IV drip. Like a was it a rotisserie? Yeah, well... Like a rotisserie. Well, yes, it's the clinical equivalent of a rotisserie. I mean, I'm saying yeah. it's nothing... And the rod, I presume, doesn't go right through her. No. No, no. Be, no not no. yet. She's still... Um, she's, she's enough, sentient enough for that not to be an issue, I suppose. Yes, exactly. And uh, uh, plenty of things do go right through her, but not the rod. Um, so... Essentially, it's there to provide nutrients. It's there to monitor blood oxygen level. Good. Um, all of yes. this stuff. And I can do it all remotely 
on my that's phone. Fun. There's an app and I Goodness. can do it all from Belgium. Yes. I've got a little camera. I can see everything that's going on. I have got people going in from time to time, but I don't entirely trust them, Martin. And I wanted to have a sort of backup system, something that was absolutely sure. I could keep a very close eye on Catamaran while I was away. Anyway, this wonderful young man called um, Salvador came to help me um, help me install this system. Um, yes. I'm pretty sure... Because the timing is, it, it seems to be exactly right. I'm pretty sure he's he's the one. He's the one. <gasps> oh, Salvador! Yes. Salvador brought the I'm cob. Pretty to sure he oh, brought the cob. And, and the reason I know that is, is he's one of the very few people in the country to have downloaded that that app. And he showed it to me on his phone, and he was there. He was talking to me oh. very proudly. He was the one that persuaded me to get it. Yes. No, no one else I know has gone anywhere near that app because no, because no. in this in this age of disinformation, they all think that um, you know they're being tracked by the government, and you know I, I've got to stay here in the hotel now. I can't, I can't you know, I've got, I've got to be, I've got to isolate now for another. Or do I have to isolate for another for fourteen days from now, or do I? I mean, I'm, I'm very confused. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think. Out of the last three months, how often have you not been in the same room as a trouser press? Yes, there is a trouser mm. press in this room. Actually, I had noticed, yes. I had noticed yeah, that. Maybe, maybe yes. that's maybe I'm catching COVID from the from the presses. presses. Yeah. Oh, stop press. What about oh, you, Martin? What's been happening? Uh, wow. What's oh, been happening at, me, uh, at Dunnell? Interestingly, you'll remember that <laughs> who is the Alex nephew has uh, come over to to Ludlow, where he is studying blacksmithery eh? yeah. at the college there in uh, in Ludlow. Well, he can't go back to Romania, so what we've done is we've set him up here at Dunnell. And we've actually got a smithy. It's interesting. He works... It, it, it gets very hot in the smithy, as I, as I suppose it must always have done, uh, on account of the fire and the bellows and all of the rest. Um, he, work, he toils away in a, in, a, in a thick leather, thick, thick, thick leather apron... Oh. Um, that's traditional, you know, though, isn't it? That's wears, traditional. Uh, sure well, thick, yes, of course it is. Yeah. And he, wear, you know, I, he's, he sort of wears nothing underneath the, the apron, you know, from the, from the waist up. Seeing him from, from the, the, the back, he's, he's bottomless as well. He literally, Not so traditional. He just parades around in nothing at all but a, a thick, thick leather apron. Would you call it a tabard? Um, is it a sort of, yes. Is, how, how low, no, how no, low does it go? Than that. It goes lower than that. Well, it goes down to a sort of ankle. Oh, so almost ankle length. It's I mean, it's backless. very long. It's backless, like a sort of hospital leather. gown. Exactly, it's like a hospital gown, is what it is. That whole area sort of become his his domain. Anyway, so I, yeah. then I'm back in the house. I nip off to the lav, and uh, I suddenly notice that uh, Daisy's taken out all the all the loo roll dispensers. Daisy, my wife, of course. Yeah, and uh, she's. Commissioned uh, to make some 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 new ones. They're um, they're quite explicit. Oh, they're, they're very explicit. Oh, I understand. I think they're, I understand quite, your meaning. Yes, he's made all these. I mean, they're they're beautifully they're beautifully wrought. Um, in in a sort of in they're in contoured. Hand, are they contoured, Martin? They're, they're contoured. Exactly what they are, but they're yeah. quite preapic. I might say, if that yes. is if that's the yes. thing. Um, that is the word. I think um, the. The holder for the for the loo roll, yeah. two, two two gentleman figures facing one another with, um, well, yes, both quite preapic, 
So, I mean, we've got we've got the bracket. We've got the bracket on the wall. I mean, that's coming out a little bit. We've got the bracket on the wall. And then, and then two there's gentlemen, gentlemen figures facing on either one side. Another. Facing one another. So, yes, they're coming out sideways to the wall, if and, you see. And only one of them is priapic, or they're both priapic? No, one is priapic. The other is also priapic, but... You can lift up. It's on a hinge. Oh, so you can so get the, the right hand one's on a hinge. So you can lift that one there, put the roll in, put it down, and Bob is your uncle. Anyway, they've appeared all over the house. Anywhere there's a anywhere there's a, there's a loo, you know. In in that's what that's what now holds the um the the rolls. And your suspicion is that he's been. He's been studying from life. Is that is that why he's? I don't know if he's so much studying from life, but um, I was going to say that sort of possibly segues into another... I don't know if you saw this in the in the news this week. This is the, the extraordinary discovery of, of 422 Duncan Grant works of erotica. Oh, yes. 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 That was, um, I did see that from the Bloomsbury Group, Duncan Grant. Yes. From oh, the Bloomsbury I mean, group. some of those, you you kind of wish they were wearing a loo roll on their... on Because their, uh, that would... Uh, Cover a multitude of sins, wouldn't it? So yes, this was the um, story, wasn't it? That um, yes. Duncan Grant, uh, who yeah. was he? Uh, was he? I mean, the Bloomsbury Group. I mean, they it worked every which way, didn't it? In the Bloomsbury Group. Oh um, Lord, yes. Oh goodness, yes. I mean, I think it was, they did every. They would get in everywhere, wouldn't they? It, it was. It was very much that first, wasn't it? And and art second. I think is that. I Is think art right? comes a long, 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 long way down. Long, long way down. I think it's only on account of the fact that they... I mean, they could all draw. These are very, very, very explicit. Very, very explicit. These, and and uh, the thought was that Duncan Grant had kind of... Uh, had given them to a friend. I mean, this is the, the story of their provenance, That's isn't right. it? Is that yes, he gave yes. them to a friend That's who then right. gave them to another friend who was then thought to have destroyed them. But it turns out gave oh, them no, to another yes. friend who gave them That's to another right. friend who's been keeping them under his bed. Um, That's right, a theatre designer, Norman Coates, who's yes. been uh, has been keeping them under his bed. I remember when I was younger, I used to keep a number of racy, racy pictures under my bed as well. But actually, this raises a very interesting point, Craig. Yeah. Erotica, erotic art, erotic literature, is its purpose to be beautiful and appreciated it by cold light of day with a dispassionate eye, or is its purpose, oh, you get your jollies, just get your jollies. Is it a gilded form of pornography, is what I'm asking. It's a very interesting question. What I mean, um, erotica seems to be what artists paint on their own time, isn't it? Basically, if if someone else is paying... You know, they'll happily sort of do a portrait or whatever, or a horse standing in a yes. field or, yes. you know, a, a landscape. You know, they'll... they'll yeah. If someone else is paying, that's a what they do. Wayne. A like hay wane. Uh, a hay wane. If it's if they're on their own clock, they basically yeah. just draw dirty pictures. Yeah. That's I mean, and who wouldn't? Basically, I mean, if, yeah. I, if I could draw dirty pictures that look anywhere close to the real thing, I, 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 I wouldn't yes. leave the house, frankly. I mean, that's all I would do. Um, so it's it's a testament to, to the work ethic of these artists that they've yes. ever produced anything other than dirty drawings. But um, in detail, close-ups of other people's genitalia. You know, erotic, I've, I've never quite known. Is it a bit like? Is it a sort of thin veil? You know, basically like uh, like dipsomaniacs being wine buffs. You know, oh oh my my great hobby is wine. Yes. 
Mm. Mm. Ooh, let's just smell that. Mm. Let's just smell that again. Mm. Let's just smell that again. Mm. Let's just smell that again. Mm. Let, ooh, let's just smell that again. Mm. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Put a smile on your face. Please don't play with you. Cheer up. Enjoying Time Ghost? Why not try one of our other podcasts? Here's a small sample. I'm Esther Coles. And I'm Jane Horrocks. And we'd love you to come to the allotment and meet my bees and learn about life in the hive. Join Esther Coles and Jane Horrocks as Jane learns all about beekeeping in their new podcast, Queen Bees. There'll be a little bit of chat, a little bit of fun and a little bit of filth. <laughs> Come on the journey with us, please. You can download it wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts? That's what we're doing, Esther. It's a podcast. Ooh. Queen Bees from Hattrick Podcasts. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Anyway, what what has been uh, floating past your transom this uh, in the in the last cultural Sunday? Well, I, I did uh, spot a rather um, a sort of rather interesting story actually about uh, yes. I don't know I, I haven't now this is gonna, this is a classic piece of of time goes because I haven't seen this and I'm pretty sure you haven't seen it either. No, I won't have not. But there's a show called Emily in Paris on Netflix. Have you heard of oh, this yes. show? I, it's it's the one with uh, Phil Collins's daughter, I think, isn't it? Little 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 Lilla Collins. Little Lilla Collins. Little Lilla Collins. I think. I think Little Lilla Collins. She got the job by fax. She got the job by fax, and and I've I mean I have been in a room when Netflix has played it for me. If you know what I mean, you know how it does that. You know, you sort of put it on, and to sort of I presume. To sort of up its viewing figures, it just starts playing things. Whether you're, you know, if you don't choose to watch something, oh. it'll start you watching something. Oh, that's anyway, clever. Yes, it is because the know viewing. It did fi- that. So I, I don't know whether the the enormous viewing figures for Emily in Paris are are because people are watching it, or it's just that's what Netflix is selecting for them. If they don't select anything for themselves, 
But anyway, I've apparently, not seen it, but I've been reading about it though. Well, it's it's apparently some... a new genre. It's it's hate watching. It's basically <laughs> is, that, is that what it's hate called? watching? Yeah, apparently everybody hate watching. Everybody hates. Emily in Paris, but can't stop watching. I mean, they think it's terrible. They think it's one of the worst things they've ever seen, and they cannot yes. stop. They watching cannot get it. enough of it. Yeah, they cannot get that enough of it. That is interesting because you've got to hope that the makers of the program don't start coming in on the joke and saying, "Yeah, yeah, we think it's terrible too." Yeah, <laughs> we, we we always knew it was shit. We were making this just because you know it's kind of a kind of performance art. Yeah, like the Ferrero Rocher advert. Yeah, yeah, where they suddenly sort of pretended they meant all along for it to be <laughs> the most tragic, yes, exactly. hokey shit. Yes, yes. So we meant that. Yes, we knew. We knew oh, that people yes, would watch us ironically. Um, but it does. It does beg the question, you know, because everything is analysed and counter-analysed now, of course, by the great, the great algorithm. All, all hail the great algorithm. I'm writing that with a capital A. What's it called? You bow slightly. I'm slightly. Bowing, um, not genuflect, but, but not genuflect, um, but, but with your head. I guess bowing. Yeah, with yeah, your head. Head deflect. I'm head deflecting. Neck deflect. Um, you know, yes. I'm just net deflex. That's I'm, I'm neck deflexing. Just the there, one, just a little bit. Just neck deflexing, just slightly out of respect. Ooh, because yes. uh, out I don't want respect. the uh, yes, know, well done. I don't want that the, the algorithm capital T capital A coming down on me um, like a ton Ooh, of bricks. No. But no, it would um, be. You know, to what extent are people really watching this? Is this a real thing? Are we going to hate? What, what happens when wow. we start hate watching things? The algorithm is then going to give us more of it. I mean, we're in we're in very uh, we're in very frightening territory here. But I think I think this is uh, this is really just you know Netflix turning into a more sort of mature platform, really, which is which is putting stuff in. I mean, there's a lot of very challenging stuff on Netflix to begin with, wasn't it? You engage with it. You know, there's um, well, you know, the documentary, The Social Dilemma we were talking about, things like The Tiger King, yes, they are yes, they are challenging yes. on some level. They are. They, are. they encourage they are, you to yes. sit forward. You know, they're, they're programmes with um, David Attenborough. They're, you know, there's a whole, you know... Um, I don't know if, you, if, you are, if you've been following the series Glow. Do you know about Glow? I do know about Glow. Yes, oh, I, I, Glow. I've really enjoyed it. Oh, I think three the, seasons the of Glow. Feminine wrestling drama. Yes. Oh, yeah. Glow, it's wonderful. I haven't watched it, but it's... oh. Wonderful! It looks great. All the stuff it I've really read about is quite good. Marvelous. Yes, it really is quite good. Yes. I mean, yes. admittedly, I did start watching it because I quite wanted to watch ladies wrestling with ladies one another. having a fight. Um, I, I won't deny that was that was that did sort of catch my imagination. But you you stayed, you know, you stayed for yes. the drama. You stayed very much for the characters, and, and it was good drama. drama. It was good drama. Yeah, yeah, very good. Well, g- glow. I was going to say, of course. You know, very popular, very well written. It's a very gritty and uh, properly. Uh, 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 well, I've no idea. I've never seen it, but it's very good. From all <laughs> that I gather, has a great many fans. Uh, it's been cancelled in order to make way for more Emily in Paris or whatever. How much then do you think? I mean, do you think left to our own devices, do we turn to the easy stuff? I suppose what I want to ask, and again, this is a this is a. Does how much of culture, how much of high culture is about displaying the cover of the book we are reading? Yes. If, for example, you're just reading on a Kindle and you could be reading anything, you'd be reading Fifty Shades of Grey or you could be reading the new, the excellent new Robert Harris book. Oh, excellent. V2. Oh, haven't read it, but... uh, It's excellent. The adverts do look good. It's excellent. Um, 
But if you're not, you know, I wonder, though, how much... And I don't deny that a great many people come to love great culture. They come to love it. They devour it. It means a great deal to them. But I wonder how much of the sort of the early... How much of the foothills of great culture is, is, is crossed? You put the hard yards in partly because you want to display the cover of the book you are reading. It's an I interesting wonder. question. I think great culture tends to, oddly, sort of combine both. Take Shakespeare as, a, as a, perhaps a rather overworn example, but he manages yeah, to do yes. both. You've got the, you know, you've got the bawdy jokes in there. You've got the, you know, the plenty of sort of the sort of carry on of, uh, you know, that's going to please the the drunkards in the pit. You've also got the, yes, the, 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 the um, what are they called? The the something the groundlings, rules. yes, groundlings, the groundlings, the groundlings them. in the pit, yes. Uh, but you've also got some, you know, fairly lofty themes in there. Things that are going to make people. You know, think a bit, and you know, maybe oh, yes. you know, yes. maybe um, when they when they when they uh, roll along to the um, you know Smithfield Tavern afterwards, they're going to have a little uh, they're going to have a little pause and think, you know, maybe as they, yes. as they hoik yes. their, their britches and adjust their ruffs, they're going to have a little uh, little take home, you know, yeah, a little take, a little home, take home. But uh, you know, Shakespeare manages to do both. I said, I think we are attracted to both. I think if we're given the choice between something that's highbrow and not entertaining, something highbrow and entertaining, and something entertaining, we will always choose the entertaining. <laughs> I think that's probably true. Yes. <laughs> uh, with with the highbrow and entertaining coming a close second, but nobody at all is interested in just highbrow, not entertaining. Yes. Uh, unless no, right. they've got some form of psychiatric disorder, which is... Which is you know, not out of the question. Not out of the question. In, certainly in oh, our yeah. old line of work. But you know, it's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting. Some people manage to do both. Most great art, I think, manages to do both. You know, look at um, American writers, Truman Capote, or um, yes, David Mamet, David Mamet, or Mark Twain. You know, these are people who wrote yes. who wrote yes. Rabelaisian stories. You know, stories that yes. really Ooh, could Rabelais um, and Rabelais. Rabelaisian yes. stories that could really. Uh, really affect the common man, you know, has great, you know, really pungent, you know, lucid themes, but were also, you know, also had a kind of cultural dignity about them. You know, it's... Uh, it's yeah, that's right. It's both. Did you ever, did you ever um, embark on Midnight's Children, Craig? Is that the one he wrote after Satanic Verses? Because that's the one I... No, no, I think it... Well, it was his second novel. Ah. I think it was before Satanic Verses, I'm going to say. I'm not entirely sure, chronologically speaking. I did give that a go. How far into that did you get About before... before two and a half pages. It's, I mean, it's, it's very well written, but, oh, God, it's like it's like eating it's like eating a whole bucket of coal, and then being told you that's only halfway through chapter one. You think, oh God, all that coal! I've seen all the coal. <laughs> they said, yeah, well, yeah, you've got another chapter. Literally, got that and that and a half to go, and then you've got to chapter two. How many chapters? Seventy nine. Oh, do you know, I'm not going to pass on this. I will read it again if I'm, you know, if I'm stuck in the middle of a. I don't know, if I'm, I'm in, a, in an Arctic weather station or something like that for, for nine months, maybe I'd, I might read another couple of pages. I, I do remember it was a tiny bit turgid. Yeah, just a tiny bit. <laughs> tiny, tiny bit. I feel, I feel sorry for the door I hold open with it. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, well, I, f- I feel like while while we you know while we've hit this rare level of honesty, um, there's a, there's, there's a very yes. good uh, there's a very good connection here, which is uh, did you read? Tom Hollander's. Um, I knew you were going. I knew you were going to say that. A life in the day. <laughs> it is brilliant. Oh. oh my goodness! Of course, that was uh, that was in the Sunday Times. Yes, oh. yes, a, 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 oh. a newspaper of notable good taste. Well, um, do you know? Oh. I, I didn't they give us pick of the week? <laughs> everyone who works there is just so handsome and. And young and attractive, and, and be- attractive. I mean, oh, I almost don't want to go there. I feel so unworthy next to all these absolute godlike people. Oh, I love it because quite often, and I mean, you and I have in our freelance days have, have probably written a fair few. I remember the Jackie Collins one I did, um, where you you know you interview the the subject, you interview them, and then you 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 chat to them sort of loosely for about forty minutes, and then you you write up the article as if written by them. Tom Hollander, what he did is he actually wrote it. It's a literary piece. It is. He has to have written it, doesn't he? He has to have actually sat down with a typewriter and written it. It is so brilliant. So tell us, just just in case any of the the pod people didn't uh, didn't happen to catch it, tell us us a little bit about it. (laughs) It's basically uh, 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 Tom. He, he he starts and finishes his day uh, by uh, lying with his 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 girlfriend in various different positions, um, or if she's absent, uh, hugging hugging the pillow. I think he said, or hugging the duvet. I can't remember one of those things. And then in between, all kinds of things happen that I've slightly forgotten. Well, I've got it. Funny, I've got it here in front of me. Oh, so right. it's, oh, it's a rough really nice. So yes, you're absolutely right. You know, it starts. I wake up generally at three or four a.m. Not because I'm like Margaret Thatcher, but because I need to pee. I pee in the darkness using my phone screen to illuminate the target, then often take half a sleeping pill, turn on the world service very quietly and try to go to sleep again. And then I thought you want to be careful going to the loo using your phone the thing, because you might you might end up taking a photograph. Uh, that is a one of your friends will have to keep under their bed. Exactly. Good... <laughs> so then he goes uh and uh there's a really nice bit about how then they sort of get up and they cook some porridge. Uh, he said, uh, we put, put in such large quantities of olive oil and salt that we negate any nutritional benefits, but we enjoy it. And while it's cooking, it gives us time to look at our phones. <laughs> and basically, he continues throughout his whole day with the most ruthless honesty. Um, yes. It's just fantastic. That's um, lovely. And I, but I it think my favourite... <laughs> But my favourite, favourite bit is is the afternoon is time for hobbies and extracurricular activities. If it's sunny, I might go for a cycle ride down the canal. If it's raining, I might masturbate and doze or speculate on the extraordinary injustice of Philip Green's knighthood or look at the app that tells you which celebrity you most resemble, brackets Tom Hardy. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's I think it's game-changing. It is game-changing, isn't it? Well, it's, I, mean, I, I tell you what, it's, it's mould-breaking. I feel very, 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 very sorry for you know, Ben Fogel or whoever, whoever's got this week's life in the day because yeah. they, will have, they will have done the phone call with someone like you or me and uh, talk to them for 40 minutes and they'll have to write something. I mean, it's just, you've got to follow that. You've got to follow that. From now on, of course, everyone will try and be very brutally honest. He does write a very lovely diary piece. Occasionally he writes in The Spectator, um, old Tom Hollander. 
and he's he's written some very very lovely little diary pieces, and they're they're always excoriatingly self-deprecating, <laughs> uh, and always hilarious. And he, you know, he 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 sort of does something to himself. In fact. Tom writes about himself in the same way that I dare say Duncan Grant painted himself, sort of semi-priapic, after <laughs> after the act of quite ravaged lovemaking. Well, I can feel a slight breeze crossing the bay. Perhaps yes, this is an opportune is. moment. Maybe it's up to, time to, yeah. time to, to get yourself back to... I've never even in my imagination thought where you've, you've come from in your little vessel. Um, but anyway, back you go. Back, just back. beyond the horizon well, I, there, beyond, beyond the headland. Beyond, beyond the horizon. Beyond the I just go back to that bar there, just on the beach, <laughs> where old, uh, old Bass, he's called, like the oil. Oh, old nice. Bass. Always What's he got that. waiting for you? Always. What's waiting for you on the bar? Oh, I, I, I think it's probably just a cup of tea. But it'll, I mean, if I, maybe after that, if I choose, I might have a, a Negroni. Oh, or something. Oh. Yes. yes. How, how very well, listen, 2021. Well, oh. I know. <laughs> well, dahoy, dahoy dear, friend. dear friend. Dahoy, dahoy until dahoy. next time. Dahoy. Dahoy, dahoy, dahoy. Just let me just catch my rudder there. There we go. I'm off. I'm off. There you go. Bye. Well, I'm off you go. Dahoy. Goodbye. Dahoy. Gosh, you're going fast. Time Ghost was written and created by Alexander Armstrong and Ben Miller. It was produced by Claire Broughton and Andy Goddard. Time Ghost is a Hattrick podcast. If you want to find more podcasts by Hattrick, including The Real Sex Education and Queen Bees, just search Hattrick Podcasts on your podcast store of choice. being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra and united healthcare makes it easy with health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company they supplement your primary plan helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods so when it comes to covering your medical bills you can feel good about being a little extra visit uh1.com to find the health protector guard plan for you